says we're going live. It says, all right, it says we are live. Hello, and welcome to Roundtable with the Stream Team. And this is where we talk to amazing content creators and their journeys and where they have become today. We would like to welcome to the Roundtable MadQueen88. How are you doing? Doing good. How are you guys doing? Doing great. I'm happy that you were able to join us. I'm excited to be here. Great. Happy to uh, ask you a bunch of questions and uh, see, you know, what you what you kind of uh, experience and things are going on. We have the full crew today. We have, which is amazing because it's been so long. We have uh, old school style. How are you? I am uh, just peachy. Thank you. Good, good. We have El Boogie. I have to tell you, you sound super monotone. Oh, thanks. I, I, I'm, tr I'm, I am trying my hardest right now to uh, to push through this. Uh, yeah. And we have MJ today. We also got MJ sitting around. How are you doing, bud? What's popping? I'm doing good. Doing good. I, that is that is your phrase. What's popping? Yeah. You got to trademark that bad boy. And, you already uh, know. Oh, definitely. And we have myself, Snalo. I'm here. I am very sick, but I'm here for everybody. So uh, we're going to end up uh, asking uh, Mad Queen now. Uh, so uh, why did you end up wanting to become a content creator? Man, that's a, that's a rabbit hole right there because uh, I've been wanting to create content probably for six years or more. Um, and I, for the most part, have been just on uh, kind of different, different avenues. Like I started with the hair channel on YouTube and I would do things with my hair and, and post that stuff. And then at one point I was doing makeup and then that kind of transitioned into, oh my gosh, I love this show. Let me start making videos about this show. So I stuck with like doing review content for shows for a little bit. And then I was like, wait, there's this thing that I do literally every day. And I see people do it on YouTube as well. Let me start doing video game content. Mm -hmm. So then I pulled that in and I started getting all the equipment to uh, create video game content, whether that be reviews or actual gameplay. And um, then I transitioned into live streaming, which to me is a completely different animal. It's a little bit more intense. It's on the fly um, and can be a little bit cringe if you ever go back and watch yourself. <laughs> um, uh, but basically- That's why I don't do that. Right. <laughs> don't ever go back. Don't ever go back and watch yourself. You're just disappointed. It's in the past. It's in the past. <laughs> it's in the past. <laughs> um, but I think for me, what made me want to be a content creator is something that could help me escape, not necessarily escape, but something different to do that's outside of work, outside of home, home life, outside of uh, everything that belongs to multiple people, whereas this belongs to myself. It's something that I do for me, um, and it makes me happy. So that's why I decided to create content. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's, that's actually pretty cool. I think I think Pete's uh, Pete's probably uh, indisposed at this point. So, so just a little, <laughs> just a little. Yeah, that's, that's what I figured. So, how long have you been doing this format? Like, is is like how I I understand you like you went from the hair thing to the gaming thing, but like how long have you been focused on gaming? Like, what what's what's that one thing that you were like? I this is why I got to do it. Um, I say I've been doing video game content for three years and the reason why I have to do it 
is because video games is something that has been uh, a part of my life for a really long time since I was a kid. And uh, the person that introduced that to me was my dad. And we still game together to this day. He's been on a few of my streams on Twitch. Like it's definitely something that keeps me and him together as a family. Outside of that, he's really cool. Like we're cool like that, but that's just something special between me and him. And in a sense, it kind of, when I, whenever I play a new game or if I'm doing really well on the game, I'm like, oh, I bet this will make him proud. So it's kind of like a little bit of sentimental value there. Um, and it's something that I like to transition and pass down to like my kid. I, I let my daughter watch me play games or I'll play Roblox with her. Um, so it's definitely like a, a family bonding type thing for me as well. Did you get your gaming experiences and stuff like that from, from him? Yes. Yes. I used to watch him play Doom on his old school Macintosh. Uh, and he bought me my first uh, console, which was Sega Genesis. And even after that, like he got me into City of Heroes. He was like a big City of Heroes buff, like loved that game. Uh, he would play it for hours and hours. So he got me into that. That was really my first MMO. Um, so yeah, I still like, even though he's an old school PC gamer, he hasn't really moved on outside of that kind of thing. Uh, I like, I still like to introduce him to watches me play a game or watches me stream. Um, I feel like we're still, you know, sharing that connection. Now, what, what was the one game that like, I, I know you say you watched it, you watched him play Doom. Like what's the one game that you two really bonded over like what was that one thing it's probably city of heroes that's the first like uh game that we were able to play together um and still to this day like if we play it to today he'll like show me something new or you can go do this it always kind of turns into like a lecture <laughs> like, oh my gosh here we go now he's like go over here and do this and now this is what you do now i'm gonna come back and let you create this level i'm gonna go switch my character and come back and i'm just like okay now it's turned into this whole um this whole lesson that i need to learn like this valuable lesson that he needs to put on me now um but it's still really fun um but yeah i would definitely say that that's what brought us together and then i and then there's times when i try to bring him into my world like i try i play a lot of zombie survival games that's that's typically what i enjoy playing the most and i tried to bring him in on seven days to die and i'm like no dad you have to go this way so i'm like yes yeah, my turn to give you the lecture no this is how you craft frames this is what you build no don't do that and it, it felt great i loved being the boss we slayed that one time <laughs> <laughs> So as so it's a it's a family thing, not a competi competition thing. Or no, no, no. We don't we don't get competitive. Um, everything that we've uh, attempted to play together has been some sort of co-op. Um, yeah, never any competitive stuff. In fact, I've never the only competitiveness I've seen in him in regards to gaming is when he plays. Um, he plays this really weird game on Facebook called. Um, what is that thing called? Shadows of something. And it's basically like Clash of Clans. And so he's always like, yeah, I'm about to go raid these people. Like he gets really dark with it. I'm like, okay, it's digital. You're not really going to kill anybody right now. You got to relax. Um, but yeah, so not really anything competitive. It's, it's usually co-op whenever we're bonding over games. That's cool. That's cool. Um, 
so let me let me ask you this like how did you start out like what was where where was your gear at and where are you at now like what were the steps you took to get because I, I was watching your stream the, the other night and it's it's a great stream quality's oh, there everything's yeah. there yes it's been a long road um it started off with me and just like this really really cheap laptop that I got from Costco. I couldn't even tell you the specs. I just know like the processor is like non-existent now. You probably could never find it. It probably couldn't even play a VHS tape. This is like that type of processor is really just a weak laptop. Yeah. Um, and um, pretty much started off just like recording reactions <laughs> to video game trailers or um, video game like like jump scares if it's a scary game or something like that i started off doing that and then i do reviews for games that i actually played um i think my very first gameplay was of titanfall and i did it directly to twitch from uh from my xbox and then pulled it down edited it and threw it back up on youtube um and so that's that's where it started at just using my laptop to edit um and not really touching on the live stream aspect of it just yet mm -hmm. um and then from there i ended up getting you know my getting my elgato i actually built my first pc which is the content for that is actually on my youtube too i was very excited to do that cool and, and put it on youtube um so i built that got my elgato and that's when i was able to start live streaming but i still was not that comfortable with live streaming and like needing to engage with people through a screen where they can see me but I can't see them and you know just kind of engaging with text I still wasn't ready for that in a sense so I spent a lot of time just recording videos uh and editing them uh and that's where I was for for a little bit for the better part of a year and then uh then I started delving into live streaming first on YouTube live streaming on YouTube was actually pretty good um but it's like I was the only person over there. So then slowly, but surely, I transitioned my way over to Twitch and uh, and that's where I've been at. Um, as far as equipment, I haven't done much more to my uh, PC outside of upgrading my processor once and uh, adding more RAM and adding a heatsink. Um, but yeah, outside of that, my, my setup has for the most part been the same, just uh, making little tweaks here and there, getting a better desk, um, getting an additional monitor, uh, getting uh, a better mic, and yeah, just slowly adding on to it. Um, it's a pretty expensive hobby. <laughs> yeah, that it is. That it is. Yeah. Have you ever thought about switching to Mixer? Um, no, and and not because I don't think Mixer isn't doing its thing. I think definitely they're showing that they have the ability to pull some some great content creators and their platform looks good you know there's nothing wrong with it i just feel for me that i just did a move from youtube it wasn't yeah. that long ago that i just moved from youtube and you know i don't want to end up in a place where i'm just abandoning something i've been working on to move to the next best, best thing not saying that i would never move but i would definitely like to get my bearings and yeah really figure out where my footing is and streaming in general and and then try to make another move after that as we all say if uh, microsoft came and gave you a bag of money would you move 
Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yup. Not even a question. Absolutely. Because yep. right now, no one's paying me for this shit. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Now you did you did kind of touch on something I think we all struggled with at first, and I, I I'm kind of curious how you got over it, which was the the fear of going live, the talking to nobody essentially for a little bit. How did you how did you get through that? Oh, I think I still struggle with it. Like if I don't see anybody saying anything for a while, I like get like this weird cringe feeling every time I look over at the webcam or look over at like the chat. Um, I think for me, how I got over it and just like able to push through it is to ignore it. <laughs> just kind of and, and just pretend like I'm playing for myself, which at the end of the day, I think we all are. It's it's not like we're playing so that people can watch, is that we enjoy playing this and we would enjoy sharing it with people. I think that's the most important thing. Um, so I try to always remind myself that this is something I like to do for fun and I don't want to put any stipulations on myself like oh my gosh nobody's watching I'm never going to play I'm never going to stream again um so I try to always keep that in my mind is you know this is for me at the end of the day and if people want to come through and share it with me uh that makes it better but it's not going to break the situation for me cool um I'm going to touch on the uh, one of my favorite things that you hit there. So you're a huge zombie game person, huh? Yeah, but there's a difference. Let me stop you right there. All right, so, so talk to me. Explain to me the difference. <laughs> there's a difference between zombie horror games and zombie survival games. Okay, I'm I lean more to the zombie survival side because it's less horror and more intense situations. A lot of them have to deal with like crafting or building, uh, base management and stuff like that. So uh, when I say those, I'm thinking like a state of decay. State of decay, obviously. State I love of decay. It's good. My absolute favorite game. The first one's my favorite. State of decay two is is good. Some things changed that kind of took the, um, I guess, attachment to the survive um, to the community people out of it for me. But it's still a good game, and of course, I love to follow Undead Labs, and I'm I can't wait to see what they do next. Um, yeah, but, after you tell yeah. him that, you're gonna have to talk about your relationship with him. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, I've been following uh, Undead Labs and. State of the case since the first one dropped. I think it was like 2013, 2014, or something like that. Um, a friend of mine, random friend of mine from like elementary school, hits me up on Facebook. I don't talk to this person, right? But he's like, hey, you might really like this one game, and then disappears into the universe. He's not even on my Facebook anymore. I have no <laughs> idea what person is. And so he, it's like an angel came down and was like, here's State of Decay, and flew away. And so I was hooked after that, like definitely one of my favorite uh, zombie survival games. And um, so I spent a lot of time on my YouTube channel, either streaming or creating videos for that. And I think that's where a lot of my fan base came from, or not fan base, but people that enjoy watching me, people came from uh is me playing state of decay and i think that's what a lot of people know me know me for playing <laughs> because i spent so much time on it um and you can tell when i play it that i just really really enjoy it so um 
after a while, I think just creating enough content, uh, the devs from Undead Labs um, came through and they'll hit me up every once in a while. They'll send me like a little care package of stuff. Um, and, you know, uh, are they open to all types of, you know, suggestions and stuff like that? And they really try to do do right by, um, by the State of Decay community. Uh, so they're really cool. Really what did like you think them. about World War Z? It was fun. It gave me uh, Left 4 Dead vibes with a little bit of like, um, uh, not RPG, but you know, basically able to level certain things. You're able to level your weapons. You're able to yeah. level your class. So it gave a little bit more replayability than Left 4 Dead. But which, what's strange is that Left 4 Dead to me is still more replayable than World War Z. Like I haven't yeah. really gone back and played World War Z once I finished. Um, once I finished all of the uh, chapters on hard. Yeah. But I can just go back and just play Left 4 Dead on on any difficulty, and it's just the funniest thing to play, especially with people that you know. Uh, so I don't know. World War Z, it was cool. Um, I wouldn't say it's like one of my favorite zombie survival games. They need to make Left 4 Dead three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, tell them, uh, but Valve doesn't do that, and we know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't. They just do what they want. <laughs> um, but yeah, so back to the difference between zombie survival games and zombie horror games. Zombie survival, Seven Days to Die, State of Decay, State of Decay 2. And then we have zombie horror games, which are your Resident Evils. Um, I don't know, I guess you can say... Um, What's that guy? What's that? I can't think of it. Um, Walking Dead? No, not not Walking Dead. Um, I can't think of the guy, but he's after like his daughter or something like that. It's like really. Oh, uh, Last of Us. Not the well, not the Last of Us. Yeah, the yeah. Last of Us. Yeah, that's a zombie horror one too. Yeah, that one too. And then the Evil Within. Those are oh. more like. Yeah, those are more horror zombie horror games and i don't really do those but i surprised myself by beating resident evil 2 uh this month so i'm i'm super happy <laughs> you guys just don't understand how difficult playing games like that is for me well don't uh, play do not play uh outlast that just no yeah no i can't i've seen it and i don't even know what i was doing i did attempt to play the evil within i don't know <laughs> i don't know what i, was doing. That was I love that game Oh, yeah, I don't play none of that crap either. Like, oh my god, no, it's too, it's too much. Like, I was sweating. Like, I had to. Like, <laughs> I know we're only thirty minutes in, but we need to do something else. I can't. This is enough. It's terrible. Why do people like Resident? You know, what? I think that people that have a little anxiety don't like those games. <laughs> it's like take your anxiety and just like send it to the roof. Yes, the entire time. If my heart is pounding and my palms are sweating before I even press start on the, the intro screen. It's a problem. No, this is not what we're doing today. Sorry, we gotta go. Something else. Yeah, but think of the entertainment value on the stream for that. I never even finished. Um, what was the one that Microsoft just acquired the, with the girl who hears the voices? Blair Witch. Oh, Hellblade. 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 It's scary. I don't know. It's, it's creepy. Like the voices are creeping me out. The voices are creepy. Right. 
I, I, I would it was like annoying me. Like I felt like I could only play it with one headphone off. I can't have both of them on. Mm. And they're like both, all of them, all five of them chicks, whoever, how many it was, <laughs> just chittering and chattering. And I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I'm taking one headphone off. See, this is what we got to do. Um, but yeah, Hopelight was cool too. I liked it. Did you play Blair Witch? Yeah, I was. I haven't played on stream, and I probably only got like, I don't know, an hour in. Uh, but to me, that wasn't scary either. I, it, it reminded me, and it was funny, is because when I went to the E3 presentation and they and they showed it uh, on the screen, they showed the trailer. Um, I was like, "Ooh, is this Alan Wake?" <laughs> <laughs> because of the flashlight and then I was like okay Blair Witch but when I played it I was like man this is Alan Wake they should have just made this Alan Wake too so did you play Control? no I didn't play that gets a little freaky too it's scary or weird weird looking yeah I, played that. I heard people liked it though yeah it's cool I didn't I, I haven't been able to complete it because shit just keeps coming out but yeah yeah yeah, well, it's that time of year. yeah, this is the time of year. <laughs> yeah, so maybe by next June I'll be able to get to it. <laughs> what what's what's funny about the genre of games that I I like to play is that not all the time um, they're family appropriate or or even children appropriate. My daughter is five years old, um, but when I beat Resident Evil two, I had to let her watch me beat up um, beat up Mister X. It's something that I think I wanted her to know that mommy could do. And, <laughs> and now, like, if we're, I don't know, she'll just play, mommy, pretend to be Mr. X. And I'll, like, stomp through the room and she just takes off running. It's the most funny thing. That's amazing. Um, but it's cool to, you gotta, like, especially when your kids are young, you obviously don't want them to have, like, weird nightmares and stuff like that. But it's it's good if you can isolate pockets of good stuff like that to share with them so they're like oh yeah if mommy can do it or if dad could do it i can i could kick ass too yeah so it's fun so now how do you feel and this this, you kind of triggered something for me how do you feel about her getting into streaming like what what do you think would be age appropriate for her if she's not already out there doing it already as a, um, knowing that knowing what's out there on the internet yeah yeah no it's crazy and it, it's funny you ask that because um she she likes to play games uh like she has a switch she'll play kirby or she'll play um she has just dance on there she'll play just dance or whatever um i don't i don't know that video games are really super her thing she obviously enjoys watching me do it or or playing with me because you know that's something that we can do together um but i think her thing is more of those like toy review things because she loves watching those and then um she took my she actually took my phone one day and she was like, I'm going to watch YouTube. So I gave it to her, but then I get it back from her. And she's recorded like a 10-part series of her playing with her dolls on my phone. And it's the funniest thing because she's like, hi, guys. Welcome yeah. to my channel. Make sure to put your something, something in the comments. I'm like, you can't even read yet. What are you talking about comments? You don't know anything about comments. Um, but it's just, it's funny that this 
I mean, this is a whole new idea of a career, especially for younger kids. They actually had career day last Friday. Do you know how many YouTubers we saw? They had a sign of what they were. And it said YouTuber for like, I would say like 25% of the kids there. And some of them had video game headsets on to show like what type of YouTuber and stuff like that. It's crazy. It's what kids want to do. It's what they see. Um, it's a huge part of um, their entertainment. Um, and they really look up to these these content creators and these streamers that they enjoy. Um, so I think for her to get back to your question, you know, what is age appropriate um, to be a, either a streamer or a content creator? Um, I would definitely like her to be old enough um, to understand danger, especially if she's live streaming. Um, and understanding danger on the internet can be a little bit difficult, especially for children. They don't really understand that. That person that's behind that might not actually be that person that you think they are. Um, and grownups kind of get caught up like that. So um, it would definitely have to be a lot of discussions of what is safe and what isn't. Um, and also kind of preparing her um, just to kind of take things even further, uh, prepare her for the fact that she is a, a black girl. And there's a lot of um, a lot of stuff that comes with that, a lot of negative things that can happen uh, for being a woman of color on stream or, or as a content creator. Um, so yeah, I would definitely, you know, just want to prepare her um, at whatever age she decides to kind of take on that type of um, hobby. It's a difficult question. I don't even think I answered it. Sorry. No, no, that's it. It is a difficult question, and, and it, I think it's just based on however you parent. So I think right. I thought I thought you answered it great. Um, so let's get back to you. What What do you like streaming? Like I, I was like I said, I was watching the other night. So like, what games do you really connect with when you're out there streaming? Um, it's it's usually. Uh, a zombie survival type game just because zombies uh zombie movies just z zombie genre anything has always been something that's interested me well before i started streaming um but outside of of that it it's really games that have really good um like fleshed out characters or, or something that I can kind of attach myself to and just find humor in it. Um, so one thing that my streams, um, the people that come through to my streams really enjoy is if I play Final Fantasy um, and, and the older Final Fantasies, like I'm playing Final Fantasy VII, where there's no, uh, no verbal dialogue and I have to read everything. So I kind of come up with like these voices for different people and I'll ad lib a little bit and it, we just have a really good time doing that. It's hilarious. Um, so that's always fun kind of just getting into a character. And even if I'm playing something like um, like like the Outer Worlds, um, I'm a person that doesn't there's there's no verbal back and forth from me to the other person. So I can kind of come up with the way my character sounds. Um, and even ad lib a little bit just to kind of make it a little funny. Um, so yeah, uh, things like that, that I can make it a, a fun and entertaining time for the people that are watching uh, are games that I typically gravitate to. Cool. Um, I When I was watching it, uh, the uh, Outer Worlds stream, you you do a lot of shout outs. Like how 
have you built a pretty good community around you with other streamers and what have you? Like, how have you grown your channel? Oh, I, don't, I can't even say that I've done anything consciously to grow my channel. I just kind of just happened, uh, I guess, out of luck to just run into some really, really, really cool people. Um, and and people that I, I want the people that are in my channel to go check out uh, because, because, you know, various reasons, whether I know them on Twitter and they always have something funny to say and we engage there, or if I've met them in person, say at E3, or, um, or if I've just known them, you know, for a long time. And a lot of times it'll be people who um, started out as, as viewers of my content and then they decide they now want to try to stream. And I really want to encourage that. You know, somebody came to my channel and uh, saw something in my content that said, hey, I really want to do this. Uh, try this for myself. You know, I want to foster that. I want to help, you know, and make sure that uh, they kind of have a leg up and, and they're able to be successful. Not even saying that I'm all that successful, um, but it definitely depends on what you're looking for as far as success. I wouldn't say I have a huge following, but I think the people uh, that do come through are really interesting and, and, and people that are special to me. So, um, yeah. So that's why I do a lot of shout outs. <laughs> I want to make sure everybody sees them. Yeah. And I, I definitely checked out a few of them, uh, as well. I, I, it's just funny because I was looking, I'm looking at your chat and, and you seem to be a, a pretty good inspiration for most folks. And, and I don't know how you feel about that. That's a pretty, pretty big mantle to carry. I don't even see it. I don't, I don't see it as an inspiration or maybe I just don't notice it, but when I'm engaging with these folks, it, it's just, it's really crazy to me how a lot of these people, I've never even heard their voice, but I know their personalities just through chat. You know what I mean? It's, and I feel like that is so weird, Yeah, but it's a good thing. Um, so it's like I have all these different these different friends that are pen pals in a sense, but I know their personalities, I know their humor, um, and it's just really cool being able to bring all these people together. And what's even weird is that's one thing that I do like about you know the raid ability on Twitch or host is because it's it's like. Oh, I don't know how to describe it. It's like it's like singularity. It's like that that one theory that everyone knows everyone through three people. And I feel like that's how the streaming community is. Like someone might raid you and they're like, oh, I've never seen you before, but I know this person or they meet someone that they know in chat and then you raid somebody else and they're like, oh yeah, this person is like now all of a sudden everybody knows each other. It's kind of like that. And I feel like it's it's funny. I don't know. It's a weird dynamic. No, uh, it's, it is. No, go ahead. Yeah, it's it's weird, but uh, enjoyable. That's all I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot here. So, what are your top five games? I'm stealing a Cognito line here. If he's listening, oh my gosh, that's yeah. Hard. Um, top five. And it can be all time. It doesn't have to be just now. Hmm. Okay. Um, top five. I have to say, uh, 
Telltale's The Walking Dead Season 1. I'll have to say State of Decay. Of course. Um, Final Fantasy 7. And Zelda Ocarina of Time. Oh, I love that game. Uh, what is that, 4? That's 4. One more. Everybody says that damn title different, too. <laughs> what is it? V O O T? That's true. I, I, like Ankarna, Ankarina. I've heard it so many different ways. Like oh, it's not right. even yeah. funny. Ankarina. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. O O T. And um, Sonic Adventures too. Fair enough. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of the Zelda series, so I, I can appreciate that one. Oh yeah. Uh, I love it. MJL, you got any questions? So did you start out with the Elgato like internal or did you do the external? I have the external one and I have the exact same one. I never upgraded it. The it was an HD sixty. Um yeah. It it's chilling. I've had no issues with it. So I have the HD sixty S, but I see that they've now come out with the HD sixty S plus. <laughs> right <laughs> so that one's going to allow you to broadcast 4k through a portable really? so you don't have to put it in your computer because a lot of people don't like having to put the one in the computer because it takes up a slot so yeah, how much is it pain. um i don't remember i don't think i looked at it but just like I'll, I'll find it but just like 220 yeah, keep talking i'll find it so um how did uh how did your family feel when you said that you're gonna like start doing all the YouTube work and all the, the streaming stuff? How did that like kind of affect you and them? Um, I don't think I really told anybody. It's kinda just something I started doing and then I'll randomly like share a link on Facebook and we all know Facebook is for family. F is for family and so then exactly. they're like, Oh, that's and I think there's even, um, like, people recently, I think I shared something on my wrong Instagram by accident. I meant to put it on my gaming Instagram. And my friend was like, oh, my gosh, you do that? That's so cool. And if somebody, like, like doesn't even, doesn't play games, but they're just like, oh, wow, you do that? that that's cool. I've heard of that either through, like, you know, nephews or nieces that do it or whatever. Um, so, um, when I was doing it and my mom knew, she she's like what's that <laughs> she's like i know you always like to play games that, that was like a, a no-brainer but i don't think she really understand it like you know what like what is streaming or, or what the content creation is a lot of people can't even grasp like why would someone watch you play the game when they can play the game <laughs> you know what i mean i think yeah. a lot of people don't even grasp that concept that people like really enjoy watching other people uh, play games but um for me it, it's just really reminiscent of getting together with either your cousins or uh your brothers and sisters whatever and sitting down and needing to pass the controller uh, or what or take turns playing the game and so sometimes you'll just really enjoy like for me i was never able to play, play resident evil and stuff like that so i watched my friend's older brother play resident evil because i was too scared and so to me, streaming is kind of like people that enjoy um, uh, being a consumer of streaming, I think they kind of get that vibe from it. Um, 
outside of that, to answer your question, like my 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 dad knew that uh, I was streaming. He thought it was pretty cool. Like I didn't get any I didn't get any negative association with it, um, which is good. It's real good. Uh, I know that you said that you played City of Heroes a lot. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but there's actually servers out now that people have actually made uh, videos for so that you can actually play it again. Yeah, yeah. Me and my dad, we were playing it this past weekend. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, we, as soon as, actually, a friend of, uh, another streamer, a friend of mine, Fighter9, actually put me on. And I was like, word, oh my gosh, I have to tell my dad, uh, but I have to call the hospital first because he might kill over if I tell him this. <laughs> he was excited. Like, yeah. he was calling me every day trying to get me to help him set it up because it wasn't working at first. I was like, I got you, dad. Don't worry. You're going to be playing in no time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he was really excited. And, you know, it's funny because when they shut it down because of that whole... Uh, was it DC Universe or or um, yeah, whatever DC the game? Universe Online. Yeah, they had an issue with it or whatever. When they shut it down, he said he was online. Like when they were getting ready to count down for the for the complete shutdown, and people were like all in like the lobby area or in the late by Lady Liberty. Lady Liberty. Yeah, by Lady Liberty. Yep. <laughs> they were like saying goodbye, and like he was like he was so sad. Yeah. And then he took the disc and he hung it up on his wall. That's how into <laughs> City yeah. Heroes he is. Um, so he was, yeah, he was super excited once he heard that it was back. Yeah, I played it during launch also, and I loved the game. It was it was really good and a very cool concept, and I actually preferred it more than I did DC Universe Online. So Absolutely. it was kind of, I think the 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 whole thing with DC Universe Online was just it just engulfed the whole entire populace of City of Heroes because people they want to be superheroes and they want to do that fun stuff, but unfortunately that's what they're going to come down to is. They're going to go towards DC because of the name DC, which is kind of horrible. I don't even think it was that. I think it was they were more upset that you in City of Heroes, you can literally make any superhero you can put your mind to. And so, of course, people were running around making Iron Man, making Superman, making Batman. People were running around making, making these different characters, and um, they had an issue with it. They're like, no, you can't use our character. Yeah, they weren't getting their royalties. Right, there you go. Even though it wasn't um, City of Heroes' fault, it wasn't the creator's uh, fault that the customers were making these characters, but there was just so many options that you were able to create these characters. So, I don't know. I'm glad they're back, though. Yeah, I'm fan. <laughs> big, big fan, big fan. So, when are you, are you going to E3 next year? I plan to. Yeah, so you're, you're ex I assume you're excited about all the uh, all the announcements and things like that. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 always a lot of fun surrounding that the announcements and then also just uh, the atmosphere of it and and being able to run into plenty of people that are also interested in the same thing uh, as you. Um, sometimes you end up making friends in those very very long lines. <laughs> Um, and it's just a good experience overall, uh, so I'll definitely be, be ready to go. Hopefully, PlayStation will, will be there this time. <laughs> yeah. Is E3 the only convention you go to? Um, it's it's the only one that I've actively planned to go to myself. Um, but I've I've been to like WonderCon, um, and this really small convention um, called Tech Lamert here in Los Angeles. 
Um, but those were just because I got free tickets to them. Um, so <laughs> those, that's really the only reason yeah. I those. But um, I would like to try to go um, to maybe PAX West one day. I think that's in Seattle or PAX South in, in Texas. Um, but it all depends. So, yeah, so right now, uh, the one that I plan for the most is E3. Yep, I feel that. So, was there any, like, challenges that you kind of encountered when you first started streaming? Uh, yeah, and it's an ongoing challenge for me, and that's a schedule. And oh, yeah. trying, not find, trying not to fall off of the, uh, the streamer map. There's yeah. times where I'll just go, like, two without streaming or doing anything either just from fatigue or you know sometimes you just don't feel like it and that's just being honest and even though it's something that that you love to do you know you can tie yourself out from something that you love to do i feel like thank that. you for saying that because people yeah. act like yeah. you're not supposed to say that like yeah, no, like no, sometimes I... you just don't feel like being bothered yeah. with anyone so the thing right, that... right. The thing that kind of aggravates me the most is that people think like you have to be on it's mm -hmm. and then they get mad at you for not for not streaming and it's like dude you serious i need mm -hmm. i need a day to chill so yeah stop it. yeah absolutely like it, it and a lot of times i think that might just come from folks that don't understand the type of energy and time that goes into it because it's not it's not just hopping on the stream it's um promoting stream it's create if you create your own channel art it's creating channel art for stream um it's setting your schedule it's it's coming up with um games that you want to do for the future if you're the type of streamer that does giveaways planning giveaways and um and then you have to also have the energy to engage live on stream uh so it's it's almost like being a, a actor and not saying that um, when you're on stream, you're acting, but just because it requires a lot of emotional energy to engage with people live, you're giving a lot of yourself mm -hmm. there, but you're also being your own manager. Like if we're looking at this as being an actor, you're being your manager, you're being your PR agent, you're being your marketer, you're being all of these things at once. And then on top of that, you have like a real job and a real family and other right. stuff going on. Right. There's, um, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. I was going to say that's what uh, actually uh, I've read an article that said that um, people that are growing up to be like streamers and they've ended up like being content creators, they're almost like the best, like all round people, like jack of all trades, because you literally have to be uh, a PR person, an HR person. You have to be able to be really good at paperwork. You need to be great at communication. You need to be able to that all these different types of, um, you know, different jobs in in one area don't forget you got to be the talent too yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> you literally have to be everything that's really interesting that it does that yeah exactly it, which to me i really like because it, it helps me stay in touch with with my creative side i i do draw my own emotes i i do create my own channel art um and it's it's just something that kind of keeps me in touch with hobbies that i've enjoyed um throughout my whole life, video games, art, um, tech stuff. It just kind of, it's all in one for me. Uh, and so it, it, I definitely, it's definitely something that I enjoy doing. But like I said, you get burned out sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you either just want to, sometimes you just want to game by yourself. 
Yeah. And, and like like today, I've been playing uh, The Outer Worlds all day. Just oh, like, isn't it so good? Yeah. <laughs> it took a second for me, oh, Boogie. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it did take, like, for me to, like, get into the game. And then I'm like, okay, I know this. This is Fallout. I know what's happening. Yeah, Story's coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It takes time to rev up. And I had to remind myself of that, too. So, um, yeah, for me, I felt like it took, like, at least uh, five hours. And then, boom, it opened up. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I'm at now. But, yeah, sometimes you just, just want that time to either game by yourself. Or sometimes you don't even want to touch your keyboard controller. Sometimes you just want to binge Netflix and, and not have to worry about it. But right. uh, yeah, so <laughs> luckily for me, I have this, the community that I do have, if you want to call it a community, uh, is really accepting <laughs> of either my tardiness or sometimes I just don't show up at all. Um, but I do try to engage and let them know this ahead of time in Discord or on Twitter. Um, and it's been received very well by them, luckily. I'm very lucky. I'm very mm -hmm. lucky. Do you feel that like most of the people that have come to your Twitch channel have kind of migrated from your YouTube page? Some of them have. It's not all of them though. Like there's some people that um, I really miss and like we were, had great times on YouTube, but um, they're just like I just don't do Twitch. <laughs> like okay, that's fine. And so sometimes you know I I do try. I have been trying to keep my YouTube afloat and every once in a while I'll post a, a video there or some gameplay there. Um, but that like that little um, middle ground where I was at when I was slowly transitioning over to Twitch but I was still balancing my YouTube channel, I think that was the most stressful time being a content creator for me because it's like I'm trying to be live here and then I have this video to edit for YouTube and trying to balance that schedule on top of, you know, regular life stuff was just, it was really hard and stressful because you, you put a lot on yourself because you're like, oh man, I have to get this. Have you ever been just sitting down, like eating dinner or doing something? You're just thinking, oh man, I'm supposed to stream tonight. Oh man, I have to edit this video. And you're just like, sometimes you play to the point where it's, you're almost dreading it um, just because you're so burnt out. Um, but yeah. Other than that, other than that, it's good. Yeah, the struggle is definitely real when it, when it comes yeah. to balancing yeah. that. So, yeah. how do, how do you balance your home versus your streaming? Like, like I know you said you were trying to get on a schedule. Like, how do you balance it right now? Is it like the home? If there's something going on at the home, that's the priority, or do you still have to like I got to get this stream in? I, I try my best to say I have to get this stream stream in, but stream is unfortunately always uh, the last thing that needs to be done for the day. So kiddo, her homework, her dinner, her bath, um, hubby, his food, all that stuff comes first. And then I'll hop on and uh, stream late night. So I, I'm for the most part, the late night streamer. Everyone says, oh yeah, we try to catch you. You're one of my favorite late night streamers. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> I didn't know they were like, categorizing people as time streamers, late night streamers. I was like, oh, okay, all right. So I know where I fall. Yeah. Um, 
and, and it sucks because I would say at least 75% of my community are East Coasters. I have no idea how they're doing it. They're up to like three o'clock in the morning messing around with me. And I'm like, how? <laughs> what are you doing? Because I would be knocked out. You're crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll just support that. And I think that's amazing. Uh, I can't believe it sometimes, but they do. They show up, whether it's 12 midnight or, or 3 a.m., um, they come out. So yeah, typically my stream will start my schedule. I try to aim it towards the end of the week, like a Wednesday through a Saturday or a Friday through Sunday type deal. Um, and it always starts in between 9.30 and 10.30. So that's a huge window. It gives myself yeah. an hour window to figure out when I'm going to do it or not. <laughs> do you feel that because like you, you're kind of forcing yourself to your schedule, it's helping you? Or is it just kind of like, it is what it is? Um, I, I think for to do the schedule is better than kind of having it up in the air. Cause when, when I, I used to just say, I'm just going to, I have no schedule. I just stream when I can. Um, and, and that to me made it more difficult and more stressful because that has me every day where I'm like, Oh, I think I should stream tonight. Oh, I think I should stream tonight. And that was making it worse whereas opposed to i know i'm going to be here wednesday through saturday uh if i don't make it one of the days that's fine uh but i know these are the days that i'm doing this and it kind of gives me the motivation to say let me let me go on this these are the days that i i said i would be here i need to try to hold myself to that um and be accountable for it so how many hours do you stream per week usually i try uh per week I try to, I try to do like, I really try to stick to like two hours, <laughs> two hours a night. So what is that? That's uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, eight, eight hours. Yeah. I try to stick to eight hours, but it doesn't always work out that way. Sometimes I'll end up doing like a random four to five hour stream and it's like 3 a.m. And I'm like, no, I have yeah. work. What am I doing? Um, but sometimes, you know, you just get into it. And you know, sometimes stream is going so good and it's so fun. And you're just chatting it up. You don't even realize how late it is. You kind of like look up or one of, your, one of your chatters will do uptime. And you're like, oh, snap, I've been I've been doing this this long. Oh, boy. Yeah. So um, I don't time it. I don't say stream is from here to here. I just kind of, you know, let it let it go how, however long it's feeling. And some nights, there's been a night where I've done like a 30 minute or an hour stream uh, just because like, hey, I want to get on and get a stream, but uh, I'm super tired. So we're going to cut it, cut it here. Um, which to me, I feel like it's better than nothing, you know, better than just not doing it at all. Yeah, I, I got to I gotta go back to something you said. What are you watching on Netflix right now? <laughs> um. We are in a series drought right now, I think. Um, so n no series really. Oh, oh I finished JoJo. Um, uh, that anime, JoJo's Extraordinary or whatever it's called. That was good. Um, I've watched um, Train to Busan. I've been focusing on a lot of the movies. Train to Busan was so good. Oh my gosh. So you won't play horror games, but you'll watch Train to Busan. <laughs> <laughs> 
everything zombie. Love zombie movies. Did um, you start watching Daybreak yet? Yes. Is that what that's about? So Daybreak, I, I watched the first couple of episodes, and it is. Uh, did you finish it yet? No, I haven't. No spoilers, I'm only uh, no, no. I'm only two episodes in. It, I feel like it's so over the top. It's just crazy. <laughs> it's, uh, oh yeah, my god! It gives it gives off a a lot of like early Zombieland comedy, like how it's just so weird. Like how are these kids just here? And have so, all these different sex. It's so funny. The, the whole the whole promise of the show is. Um, uh, there's a nuclear war, but the nuclear war was like some type of chemical that turned all of the adults into ghouls, essentially, and all the kids survived. So all the kids are pretty much trying to survive without adults. It's really, it's really like weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you see Zombie Land too? I did. How was it? How was, yeah, how was it? all right i liked it <laughs> it's zombie land the, the first one was was it's like the first one was funny and then zombie land 2 they just like we're oh gonna... i died laughing <laughs> yeah we're gonna copy funny... and paste yeah copy paste zombies times 10 yeah um not to spoil anything but boogie will probably know that when they were in the bar and it was duplicate i was mm-hmm. cold laughing. Yeah, like, see, like, so there was like, it was obviously Zombieland 2. Yeah. But it had some very hilarious moments, so I was happy with it. I think this time around, they really harped on like, these characters are, are set in the characters that, that they are, and just like yeah, magnified their, their stereotype, like who these characters are, they kind of like magnified it. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was good. Um, Did you I, see Joker yet? Yeah, I haven't. What? what? I, I, I watch it when it comes on video. Yeah, like, I, oh. see, I, I, I'm a type of person that rather watch like movies at home. Like me, mm-hmm. me and my wife will like sit there and watch a movie, and we'll end up like pausing it like three or four times throughout the whole entire movie, just to, like get a drink or go to the bathroom or something. So like us going to the movies is kind of difficult. I would say that the only movie I have to see in the movie theaters is Star Wars. Other than that, I really don't. Did I don't you get have tickets. Any... No, I didn't get my tickets because we still what haven't decided. We haven't decided on a day yet. We got. What do you something. mean? There's no deciding on a day. You either go Thursday night or Friday. Uh, I will, as I've said before, <laughs> like those are the only <laughs> acceptable <laughs> times to go. <laughs> I will probably be going December twenty fifth, not twenty fifth, the twenty sixth, twenty seventh, something like that. December. Yeah. Gotta stay away from the internet. I don't. I don't yeah, care. Like I don't six care. Days though. in. I don't care that much, and I don't care that much about you know spoilers. You said it's movies. the only movie uh, that I watch in the theater. Cares. I watch in the theater. Yeah. I don't, yeah. If it gets spoiled, if it gets spoiled, it gets spoiled. You know, it is what it is. It's more of the, the other ones got spoiled. The other ones, the other ones did not get spoiled for me. Oh, but did you watch them as soon as they came out? No, we've done the same thing every year. Okay, every time. Just checking. Mm-hmm. Just to go back to um, Netflix, is anybody excited for the Witcher series? Oh, very I much am. So. Oh, so yeah. Too so excited. Um. Henry looks good. I'm not gonna lie, I don't like him as an actor. Oh yeah, I was so I don't sad either. to 
curse him, but yes. when he's looking, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna put my faith in you this one time. <laughs> putting it all on you right now. Please don't let me down. Uh, but he looks good. I'm not like the trailers look awesome. I can't wait. Dude, I, I read yeah, because I was awesome. skeptical as well, but he looks really good. So mm-hmm. be watching. Yeah, yeah. He's solid. Does he look good because of the wig or because it's him? No, because him regular. Like, not even that. I just think he, like, he looks, I didn't believe he could look like Geralt, at least video game Geralt, and he looks like video game Geralt to me. And so I'm like, okay. But they, but this, this is the pre one, pre video game, which is not. But it's still the same guy, guy, right? It's the same guy. Yeah, it is the same guy. Yeah. Essentially the same dude. He's just a, what, 500 years younger? When did the books take place? I don't, I don't remember. I remember having a huge conversation with one of my buddies about it, but it, it's yeah. basically before he decided to do his whatever he's doing now. The drink, the drink thing. Yeah. I just can't. I can't look past it because I just see Superman. <laughs> that's that's what I see, and I'm like, I love mm-hmm. him. So it's like, you know. You liked him as Superman? I did. He was such right. a dry Superman that I felt like Geralt's kind of dry. Maybe he could pull this off. <laughs> but I think that's how they wrote that movie, though. It was just kind of like... Like, I don't get why, like, so, like, even when Sony had Spider-Man, like, stop making the same Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah like, he, was, he, he has was other stories to tell yeah. besides yeah, Superman loves Lana Lang, you know? Yeah, I, I, liked him in, uh, I liked him in the uh, Missing Impossible movie he just did <laughs> with Tom Cruise. I thought he was a great uh, yeah. character in that one. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what they're doing? Did, the, there's a possibility for the third Spider-Man movie? Oh no, it's already no. done. They wrapped that up. There's the, gonna be a third Spider-Man movie. Right, right. They, they said that they're gonna definitely do it, but they're thinking it's gonna be a Spider-Man versus Venom. It's like how many times yeah. do you do Spider-Man uh, versus Venom? I think that's a oh, what's the name. I think that's a I think that's a fan theory. I don't think that's actually gonna happen. Oh yeah. I hope not. Yeah, I heard they didn't wanna intertwine Venom right. in that series. I hope not. Well, probably because it's a lot more darker. That's because Ven- Venom is not Disney. You know, they haven't molded his character, so they probably don't want to fuck with him. Probably. 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 (laughs) But I was going to tell you that on Netflix that you got to watch the chef show. That is so good. Yes. And explained. Yes. The chef show is the business. And I know like most of these places in LA that they go to. And then explained is really dope. And then breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then if you want to watch something about super entitled crazy white people, watch Shit's Creek. It's pretty funny. <laughs> the chef show. Mm-hmm. Did you the the recipe they made for the French onion soup? Mm-hmm. How good did that French onion soup look? I've like made good French onion soup, but it's not something that I go to as like oh, I can't wait to have that. I don't know. I'm not Sorry. this. I'm not that way either. But when I saw it, I was just like, "I'm gonna eat all of that. Just give me it all. Just no cheese, no cheese." I like when they made else. the beignets. Oh yes, those look bomb. And then they made some like bomby sandwich thing that looked really good too. So, I really, I really love the interaction between the hosts and the uh, and the uh, what's it called the and chef, the chef yeah. too, John yeah. Favreau. Yeah. Yeah. Well, John Favreau is not the chef. No, 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 I know he's not the chef. Oh, okay. he's, the other, he's the other guy. I can't yeah. think of the chef's name. But he is like, 
he's a character. Oh yeah. Like seeing him like this, you're just like, you're like a little sponge, dude. You know, his mm-hmm. little his brain works in such a way that he he could probably be around anything and absorb and do it. You know. Yeah. Well, he's he's a director. He's an actor. He does it all. It's pretty pretty amazing. Yep. Does does anybody else have any other questions? I do not. L old school. I, I am good. No, I'm good. You're good. Okay, so um, Make me. Why don't you uh, tell everyone where we can find you and and what's going on and your you know your schedule and all that and all that fun stuff. Sure. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitch, uh, Mad Queen eighty eight. You can also find me on Twitter, where I randomly tweet things. Also. <laughs> Uh, and I do have an Instagram, not very active, but you guys want to follow me over there, you can do that as well. Um, and as far as my schedule, I typically am streaming live uh, Wednesday through Saturday, uh, between starting between 9.30 and 10.30 Pacific. Um, so you guys can catch me there. Shout out to the Conquest. I see y'all down there in the chat. Thank you guys for coming through to support. Love y'all. Uh, sounds good. Uh, I actually forgot to ask you the, the one question that I usually like to ask everybody, which is, um, if you could live in a video game environment or world, what would it be? Mm. Um, I'd probably live in the world of Final Fantasy X-2. Ten two. Yeah, so pretty. Everywhere you went, even ten. Ten was pretty, yeah. too. That's actually um, my favorite one. I yeah, like it. I like it. yeah. Uh, but yeah, since they're kind of intersected, I would assume they're the same world. So yeah, yeah. I really like uh, that's one game. Those two games, ten and ten two, um, were kind of like my introduction to Final Fantasy, and I always just remember how really pretty it looked. I don't know what it looks like now if I were to go back, but I think for its time, it looked really good. You should um, go back. So yeah. Get it, get it on Steam, play it. it. It they did really, really good job with the uh, remaster for it. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'll pick that up. Yeah, I actually uh, played through it with uh, my wife, so I wanted her to experience it, and she liked it. So nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. I well, thank you for coming. I really appreciate you coming. Uh, L, you want to tell everybody where you are? Uh, your uh, plugs, if you will. <laughs> yeah, so I'm on uh, Twitter, lboogie0208, and I have the schedule up. It's the same as last week, and uh, it's a pinned tweet, but it's Tuesday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., I think is what I put. And uh, yeah, so catch me on Mixer, lboogie0208, everywhere. Uh, thank you. Uh, MJ? You can find me on Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, MJ is a boss. Snapchat? Yeah. He's the Snapchat king, I'm just saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, old School? Uh, you can catch me on Twitter under Old School, and lately uh, you can catch me on LordsOfGaming.net and YouTube under Schools Tech Talk. Uh, thank you. And uh, myself, uh, Snaldo, S-N-A-L-Y-D-O. Uh, my schedule is going to be a little wacky this week because, uh, uh, you know, me being crazy sick. Um, but, yeah, uh, I will, uh, I'll will still be around. Uh, check out my Twitter. Uh, you know, 
Discord, all that fun stuff. Um, I'd like to thank everybody for coming tonight. I uh, greatly appreciate, uh, you know, coming in that chat, seeing it, you know, moving, you know, makes me feel good. Uh, thank you very much. We all appreciate it. Uh, we'll have the, uh, the episode up, uh, Wednesday, uh, morning. So when you wake up, uh, from your, you know, from your sleep, you'll have it ready on you, all the different type of podcast stuff, uh, you know, on your iTunes, on your Google play, on your Google podcasts, on your Spotify, all that fun stuff. Uh, if you have any questions for anybody, uh, when we end up, uh, you know, having, having these, uh, you can email us at roundtablestreamteam at gmail.com. Uh, our Twitter is uh, TableStream. Uh, we uh, we end up always uh, posting information there about uh, our guests that are coming up, when our podcast is live, and things like that. Um, and I would like to uh, thank uh, LordsOfGaming.net and also the Iron Lords Podcast, you know, for uh, you know helping us, uh, you know, put a, put this out on their channel. Uh, the Iron Lords Podcast is on on Sundays at 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, you know, check out, like I said, check out LordsOfGaming.net. They have a lot of big articles. We're, we have some big things happening in the background. Um, actually, not a lot to talk about it yet. <laughs> they actually uh, told us uh, I can't talk about it. So, uh, but you'll you're gonna see some amazing stuff happening on there very very shortly. Um, and uh, thank you very much again, everybody. And uh, remember, everybody, uh, dream big and keep on gaming. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye.